we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. He is mad. He is crazy. Some say he never had any marbles at birth. Or maybe he's onto something. It's the Queery Cast with the Larry Queery Lie. It's not fearless. Just real talk. And now, here's your host. Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to this week's this week's episode of the Criticast. Did I just did I just get roll my tongue there? Did my tongue just go weird on the first episode after I turned forty? Yes, I turned forty on the third of March. So yeah, no longer one of the cool kids anymore. I'm one of the other kids. I don't know what the other kids are, but apparently there's other kids that are not cool. So I'm one of those, and I don't know what those guys do. I mean, I, I, nothing's really changed, really, except I think there was a day in which there was a lot of gin and a lot of wine and stuff. And you kind of like feel like, yeah, I, sh- I can do this. And you don't feel bad about it. So anyway, um, over the p- next couple of episodes, I probably will just share bits of what's happened since I think I, be- you know, I don't know. You just kind of sort of like think maybe something's changed. <laughs> You want to believe something has changed. So anyway, coming up in the second segment, we're going to give you an update on the vaccines. Uh, one thing that happened, uh, I'll tell you what happened with me around that. And in the final segment, I will tell you one simple thing you need to do if you're going through a breakup right now. It's just one instruction, uh, one big thing you need to do if you're going through a breakup right now. But let's go through some of the major news stories. Um, one, the big one, the uh, former vice uh, the vice president of the country, Kemba Mohadi, retired, or not retired, resigned from his position. But he went out swinging. Okay, so an inappropriate way to say it. He went out swinging. (laughs) Pun intended. Now, if you don't know the backstory behind him, it's because of um, allegedly inappropriate relationships. Now, Now, the thing is, I don't know what may or may not have happened, uh, really, because, you know, I know they're recordings, but uh, I don't know if they're him. I don't know if they aren't him. So at this moment, it's allegations. Uh, Zim Life, who published these uh, recordings, say that they are pretty sure it's him. And they have their reasons why, but they haven't published why they're 100% sure that it's him. But I, I don't I have no reason to doubt them. But he comes out and he's saying that, you know, you guys are a bunch of liars. I, it's not me. But I, he's, he's, he's speaking about the whole thing is kind of weird. This is why one of the, one of the big reasons why um, Communications 101 is so important. Because first of all, he says, well, they cloned my voice. And then he says, well, why are you invading my privacy? And I'm just kind of like, dude, choose one story and stick to it. And... I don't know what his story is. I, uh, in as far as the relationships are concerned, I'm, I don't know enough about them. Um, I just know it's just a scandal, and I think they had no choice because uh, politically it was just going to be weird. If he had stayed, uh, I think then it would have re- resulted in more leaks, perhaps, and and just you're just going to have a bunch of leaks happening every every week. The vice president has got to, you know. Almost like he's dropping mixtapes every week. Except he's not dropping them, it's just leak tapes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
So it's going to be weird. So it would have been, I think, for their political party, they they probably had to go that way and kind of like, no, you know what? Uh, let, 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 let's uh, let's keep this. And as far as his own, do I think he should have resigned if it wasn't that many tapes coming out? I think there were three of them. I don't know. I, I see. The thing is, I'm one of those people that wants the full story. I, I'm not reactionary when I get the little bit. Like for example, the Megan. Um, Markle and Harry's story just because she's come out and she's saying there was racist things that happened to her with the royal family I'm not necessarily believing it I'm not saying I don't believe her I'm not going to go the, the, the what you call it um, the Piers Morgan way and say you know what I don't believe her I'm Look, you might have reasons. You might know more things than I do. Uh, and I say it as I say it on my Twitter. I want to know what he'd say, why he believes that. Because reality of the situation, just because somebody said that they were so upset that they got they got into some mental state, it doesn't mean you believe it. Believe them. You, you, I'm not asking them to give me evidence of it, but I can understand when someone says I don't believe it, and I think. People should have the right to say they don't believe someone. Um, I know we're going into this collectivization of how we're all supposed to react to things, but it then meanders into a space where one day, if somebody comes in and claims something happened to them, and we all have to collectively believe it, uh, or, or maybe the manipulator situation. I'm not saying in any way that Meghan Markle has done this in, in this particular situation. Like I said, I don't know enough about her. I wouldn't know from Bar, bar of Soap, and to be perfectly honest, I wouldn't care less what happened to her. Um, so the, the the reality of the situation is the, 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 the where we find ourselves is now where, I don't know, this celebrity virtue signaling, as I call it, where everybody is so desperate to tell us, the whole world, how tough their life is. And I don't know, at, at this point, you know, one of the points that I thought was just so ridiculous when they're like, oh goodness, we were kind of homeless and Tyler Perry came in and sorted us out. I'm like, dude, you're worth 30 million pounds. How are you homeless? How do you not have security? Uh, it creates a false equivalence, like, as if they were in Epworth and the house had been raised by somebody and they had nowhere to sleep. It's just kind of ridiculous because it, it creates this weird false equivalence of suffering. And for me, that's just, that's sickening, really. It's, 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 it's horrible. I mean, look, if something's happened to her, I feel sorry for an individual level and that's about it. But like I said, in the grand scheme of things, this is just another story and this is just some more celebrity hobnobbing and expecting us all to care about it. and then when we say dude we think you're full of shit for some reason or the other and it's not to say in this particular situation that's what I'm saying but when celebrities come in and tell us all of the things that are happening in their lives and then we react they're like how dare you and I'm just kind of like yeah but you put it out there until you put it out there we didn't care okay and just for the record I'm not like super royal family fan I don't care what happens to them I'm not a citizen of their country. That's their, that's their problem. It's just, I'm just out here living my best life here. And, you know, it's up to the British people to decide what they think about their royal family. I, I have no horse in that race. <laughs> um, what else has happened this week? Sad to see about that. And Nera from Studio 263. I think it's one of the reasons why I haven't moved to Johannesburg yet. It's because of the crime rates. Now, she was... Um, 
effectively murdered in this instance because she she was injured she was uh, injured she received fatal injuries injuries that became fatal a couple of days later during a robbery at home in bedford view um and yeah that's where she was staying one of the most affluent areas so so someone would be like you know i'll be staying in a very affluent area and so there's no the crime is lower there but yeah she was huge on studio 263 one of the first soaps to come out of zimbabwe so she moved to south africa and now she's dead and it's so sad it's it's, it's terribly sad because she was she was a wonderful person from when i interacted with her and also she was incredibly talented and only at 38 she's gone and this is this is just sad also some news zimbabwe cricket has been playing cricket uh first they won their first test inside two days which is pretty huge and then the second test is getting a bit more hectic and but in the other good news women's cricket has already started in zimbabwe uh so the zimbabwe women's cricket team is playing at the moment and um the, i'm just i'm always excited when they get to play 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 some cricket after all the crazy things that have happened to the women's team um and not getting to tournaments and so not getting enough play time no play time because it was covid when a year that they were going to have a lot of play time and stuff like that finally did you hear the news that a vegan diet could be linked to poor bone health and this is after they tested 72 people or something like that. Was it 72 or 172? I wrote it down somewhere. I just can't find my notes. So anyway, they, they found that vegan diets, people who were on strict vegan diets, were likely to have poor, poorer bone health because of certain um, things that they don't get from meat. Uh, that are actually good for their bones. So I don't know. I know a couple of people when I put that article out uh, this week are like, oh, that's a lie. They just hate veganism. And, you know, they just want to kill all the animals. Like, oh, seriously. I don't think anyone wants to kill all the animals. I, I mean, there might be some weird guy out there who wants to kill all the animals, but I don't think any normal person wants to kill all the animals out there. Maybe not all of them. But I mean, I mean the, the other side of that, look, if you want to live your vegan life, please go ahead. But don't come and just be trying to make us feel bad about enjoying chicken, really. Uh, but I mean, because really, in the wildlife, are we going to start telling lions they shouldn't eat meat? I don't know. I'm sure there's a vegan listening to this and saying, ah, look at these. I don't know what they call toxic, whatever they call us, whatever it is. I don't know. Is Larry listening to the Criticast? There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. We appreciate your time. Tell your friends and family about us. That is indeed the Criticast that you're still listening to. The name is Larry and uh, big news. I went and got my vaccine, well, the first one on the 28th, which is like four days before my birthday. And then the second one is going to be on the 28th again. And everybody's like, oh my goodness, you need to stay away from us because, you know, you might have something bomb the virus and you're gonna infect us and you're gonna die we're gonna die and i'm kind of thinking like whoa i went and got the thing that stops you from infecting people and that you're gonna die i mean the studies around vaccines have also already shown that once you get a a shot 
your chances of infecting other people is lowered significantly. I got the sign of I'm one. So I got people like really creeping out and saying, oh, don't touch me. Don't be. I mean, I shouldn't be touching people in the first place. But <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of one of those situations where people are acting like you, you, you know, you got epilepsy or, you know. They, they caught you masturbating and now they're like don't touch me with the hand that you're masturbating don't shake hands with it um, but this is another thing that i always ask like why is it that you know we never ask if you come across somebody like you visit them at their house uh this is normal times and you shake their hand um you always assume that they washed their hands after masturbating they could have been masturbating the afternoon when you met them Worse, even what about those business meetings you go to and somebody was watching porn in their office and then you go, go get into their office when their secretaries said you can come in and, you know, next thing you'd ever know. I mean, like hygiene standards are kind of weird. You get to see them in the club where men go to the bathroom and don't wash their hands. Very common. And so I'm just wondering now, I don't even know how we meandered into that. But anyway, um, one thing that I want uh, you, that is pretty clear that's happening right now, going back to the COVID-19 situation, the Bahrain Grand Prix sent out their um, call to say we're selling tickets now. And one of the requirements was, first, you've got to have been recovered from COVID-19. So you can't even be one of those people who's just free or you got to have to have been um, vaccinated. So we're getting to that space very quickly in a very accelerated way when you're not going to be able to access certain spaces because you're not vaccinated. And I know in Zimbabwe, some people are resisting it. If you look at the uptake right now from the health workers with the first phase, it's not as great as you want it to be. But if you really look at it, there's going to be a point when you won't be able to travel because the rest of the world, the global north, is going through mass vaccination. In the United Kingdom, they're vaccinated like crazy. And so, so in the United States. So a lot of people in those countries will be able to travel and you won't. And we're going to find an excuse later in life where we're going to think it's all going to be about racism and so forth. But when there was the opportunity to be vaccinated, uh, some of us may, may have decided not to. And a lot of those opportunities that exist in other countries and not in Zimbabwe might not be available to you if you don't vaccinate. Now, look, after all, at the end of the day, it's a personal choice. And I respect people's rights to personal choice. But if we have very few vaccinating, that means we're going to keep having these cycles of people getting infected and reinfected. Like I said a couple of weeks ago, uh, the science is that if you get um, what you call it, COVID-19, uh, your antibodies only last for five months. So you could end up getting COVID-19 twice a year, two, two times a year. So it's, it's no longer really just about whether you'd like the, the vaccine or not but also just down to the fact that, you know, it's basic common sense. If we, if me, as many of us as possible are vaccinated, then our chances of making sure that we're not infecting our parents and our grandparents and our friends with comorbidities and so forth is if we all, you know, as a duty, get vaccinated. And it's strange, really. It's Larry, listen to the Criticast. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. 
Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Yes, it is the Critic House of the Larry. And just before I go get into the relationship segment, I think one thing that people want, would want to know is that were there any side effects? For the whole, I don't think I had any side effects. I think at the same time, I had a bit of a sniffle and I was very tired from work and so forth. But there's a possibility that I felt tiredness uh, based on that. But uh, this, this is the sort of thing that just sort of lasted a few days and was gone. Um, the, the 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 reality of the situation is largely uneventful for me. And now the other side of it all is that when they ask when you go there, they're going to ask you if you have any conditions. So if you suspect, for example, you might be developing diabetes, go and get yourself tested first for it, so that when you go there and you tell them that you are, you got diabetes or something or whatever the case, then they'll be able to to take the you know the necessary action so that you don't have an adverse reaction so yeah just make sure you get that sort of information sorted out for yourself i know a lot of us don't go and get ourselves checked for conditions because we're scared to find out that you got bp and that sort of thing but uh yeah just do it before you go and get uh yourself uh, vaccinated and so that you're able to make sure that whatever they need to do because they're the experts whatever they need to do they do it with you it's larry listening to the critic cast and coming up is a relationship segment strap yourself in because we're set up switched on and ready to go available on all platforms Here's the final segment of the Criticast. The name is Larry. And yes, uh, it's always about relationships. And I say this one rule we're going to talk about uh, when you're going through a breakup. And this is the time of the of the post um, COVID-19 situation. So there was a lockdown and then people get into relationships or they start talking to people or they maybe sometimes even date somebody who's close by. And suddenly COVID-19 ends and it fizzles out and yeah you guys realize that you know well maybe you've got more options out there or your usual option is now closer so you couldn't you didn't have a you know a, a paper to be able to go and see them in rua or in uh norton or whatever the case may be or even just go into the next neighborhood unless you're breaking the law you know in some crazy way so now uh, you're in a situation where okay this is done this is and it's a breakup, it's a real breakup because of the way emotions and you actually dated, probably even had sex and stuff like that. And now it's it's tricky, it's sticky. You're like, what do we do? And I'm going to give you one rule. Normally people give you a whole bunch of them and I've done that a lot. But one of the biggest, most important rule is going to be called the no contact rule. Okay. It's a rule where you don't call, text, message an ex or in any way after a breakup so you're not even getting in touch with them on social media if anything unfriend them just just go cold just stop talking to them and you know you don't even talk to their friends their family um and if, if you if you you know sometimes if you can't really avoid it um maybe if you talk to the one of the a friend in common you don't talk about them okay you you don't talk about the breakup itself you th- that doesn't come up so you just sort of like deciding that you're going to create distance between yourself and that now the effectiveness effectiveness of the no contact rule i beg your pardon uh it means that you get to understand your grief and your wounds you you know what you're not um you're not you're not sitting with holes and forgetting that you got holes that now exist this person that was there 
um, that you were in a relationship with and suddenly they're not, um, you, you realizing and having to deal with the fact that there is a, there's this chasm that they used to fill that you need to fill with other activities. Because more often than not, when we decide to continue the conversation with the other person, it's, it's under the guise sometimes where we think that by talking to them, you know, something can be salvaged. And also, in some instances, by talking to them, we think we, you, you sort of think yourself, maybe I can make a better situation of this. And then there's the worst one where you sort of think maybe you can make a friendship out of it. Um, yet you understand that the, uh, unless, unless it's a specific type of relationship, then it just doesn't work. Um, unless, of course, like I said, if you want, if you're, you were, had transcended to the position where you, you both agree that you can have a friendship, then that's fine. But if there's no agreement that the, a friendship can happen, then you want to go in and just, you know, not do that. I mean, in effect, even when you agree that a friendship can happen, there must be that period in which you recalibrate yourself. You kind of begin to re-understand yourself and uh, without the context of this uh, person that had been in for, uh, uh, important to your life so uh, what you want to do is like properly feel the pain deal with the situation around it uh, and like I said it's easy to, to to trick yourself sometimes in your moment of weakness that by doing something specific like talking to them you can get them back or you know you can salvage something as I said but in reality you, you want to then know how to live without their presence in your life um, and therefore you begin to find other activities, as I said, to replace them with and finding other friendships and other relationships. Um, you know, you can, you can take your grief and transform it into something else. Um, you know, sometimes even messaging them can become a distraction that uh, endorphins that happen in your, in your brain where if they message back, you get all excited. Like, you know, once you don't feel like like the situation is that is as bad as you think it is. Um, another thing, you know, sometimes if, if you feel like, you know, they're messaging you a bit too much and you're worried that you might fall into the trap of, you know, talking to them. Maybe you need to learn how to brave enough to block them on, you know, on their number, their Snapchat, Instagram and so forth. Um, it might be difficult if it was a really deep relationship, if they're mothers, fathers, fathers, second cousins, um, second cousins, rich uncles, as they call them, um, you know, whatever the case it, it might be difficult, but you might need to go through that. And I know, I know in some instances, for example, I, <laughs> I'm one to talk. I've got exes whose parents I'm still cool with. <laughs> so it's kind of one of those situations where you and the, and the mother are still cool. And they, and sometimes they ask, so I don't know what happened between you and, and so, so and they think like the, the the breakup was her fault. And sometimes you're like, no, actually, I was the, I was the dick in this situation. I was the one who who messed up the situation, you know. Um, but but getting back to that, I, so I, I sometimes break my own rule in as far as that is concerned. But what I do certainly don't do, or what I certainly don't do, is keep communication with it with pretty much any ex that I've been in a relationship with. Um, another danger of not having an ex uh, continued conversation that you want to avoid is is falling into that situation where you're you're, you're friends with benefits. 
type of situation. So, you know, there's always the argument that uh, exes, you can always get sex from your ex, really. So in most cases, that can turn out to be true. So so if, if, you're, if you're, you've gone, deleted their numbers, blocked them and so forth, the chances of keeping those feelings alive and so forth are minimized. But like I say, the most important, the most important thing uh, is to be able to 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 get to a place that when you contact them or if you come in contact with them one day you have replaced them in the or you replace the holes that they left in your life so you when you see them they're just another person you can be civil with them and you're not trying to to to, to avoid them or anything like that and yeah, sometimes the no contact rule can be a, a, a limited period. You could decide, you know what, I can handle three months of not talking to this person or a month of not talking to this person until I've healed. Um, you, sometimes you want to permanently cut them cut them off, but sometimes maybe it's not possible to permanently cut them off because you live in a small uh, community and maybe you need to talk to them about certain things um, at some further point in, in your life. But do it for as long as, as it takes get do it for as long as it takes takes to be a so as to find your healthy place and so as to avoid the temptations of getting to a point where as i said you're talking to your ex again and the hurt is coming back and the the other thing before before i finish off on this i know that it can be painful to do it i think it, it can feel more painful that that then than, than the breakup itself. So think of it as quitting a drug. People find it difficult to quit a drug because it, it, it's, it's that part of themselves that they've become to rely on. So when you decide that you're going to cut off a person, you, a lot of the times you rationalize by saying this person's actually not a bad person, you know, um, and that they, they and for the most part of the relationship, they're probably very kind. That's why you were in a relationship with them. But, um, you know, what you got to do is find a way to be happy on your own because you're happy before you saw them. You got to get back to that space of being happy again on your own. And the person you're going to be, you're going to, you're going to be happy with, with yourself is not necessarily the same person uh, that was, you were that was happy before the relationship happened. So expect yourself to start finding out that you like things that you didn't know you liked or, you know, you def you're being defined by new interests and stuff like that. And that's important. So yeah, I know it's, it's going to be painful, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have days in which you want to just unblock them and have a conversation with them. And and if you fall into that trap on on one day or so, don't kick yourself over it. Just try and get off your you know get um, kick yourself up, uh, strap yourself up, and uh, you know what, get back on the horse and and get back to ignoring again. Yeah, and that's that for this week's episode of the Criticast. Uh, the, the, don't do the no contact rule with me, please. <laughs> Let's keep talking on Twitter at Quiriray, K-W-I-R-I-R-A-Y-I. On Instagram, Larry Quiriray. On uh, TikTok, Larry Quiriray. Uh, and um, Facebook, just look for Quiriray, forward slash Quiriray. Uh, what are the platform LinkedIn yes I'm on there uh, also yeah, what else if you want to listen to the Criticast just go to criticast.co.zw uh, it's available on all sorts of platforms it's on uh, Spotify it's on, uh, and Spotify is in Zimbabwe by the way so hey could 
shows. Lovely stuff. And um, so Spotify, it's on Google Podcasts, it's on Podchaser, a whole bunch of platforms. So you just subscribe there. And after subscribing, you can then uh, make sure that every time there's a new episode that comes in, you can be part of the conversation. And remember that the Criticast is brought to you uh, in, in uh, partnership with... Uh, uh, well, not in partnership, but it is a produced, <laughs> published, <laughs> look at me being silly. It is published by three men on a boat. And that's it for this week's episode. Take care of yourself and the people that you love. And as I say, from where I come from, it's been Larry, it's been the Criticast. Take care of yourself. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.